Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for his purpose. Enjoy the message. Hello, my beautiful chosen girls. Thank you for joining us <laughs> and my amazing friend Holly here for this month's chosen podcast. I am so thrilled to have Holly here. We were just talking that uh, we've known each other, we think, 30 years. Yeah, but we're not that, but we're not that old, so... No. We're we kind of in, so. in we, denial about yeah, that. Yeah, we're kind of <laughs> in denial about that. But we have known each other for just a little while. A long time. Yeah, a long time. And we've been friends for a long time. But then we were also saying we had not seen each other really. In I'll a long say, time either. Yeah, in 2019. Yeah. And I remember it because I went to her conference. She had these wonderful conferences called She Rises. She used to have God Chicks. Mm-hmm. That's how it started yep. with, with God Chicks. God Chicks. All about the confetti yep. and the, yep. the princess or queen wave That's and right. everything. Right. And we'll never forget that. I know our girls won't. And so um, I went to her conference, and her conference was called Unshaken. And I yes. was like, huh, did you know, Holly, that you were being prophetic, okay? <laughs> because then, yeah, it was in 2019. Right. I think it was like in June yeah. was your conference, right? And then the following December right. and then and the following 2020 is when we got into all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. And so she's like, I didn't know. But she was preparing us, That's right? right. You're getting the women growing. <laughs> and she has always had an incredible heart for women and mentoring women and encourage them to be everything God wants them to be been fun okay in a fun happy way okay not this you might as well have fun on the journey right? you might as well you might as well so I thought today that I would talk to her about unshaken since that was the last I mean because we still need to be we still need to be okay every day (laughs) right every day actually unshaken because every day we're in a battle yeah no 100 percent 100 percent yeah we don't choose our you know I've heard that saying too uh choose your battles well we have a lot of battles that choose us that yes, we don't choose. Exactly uh, you've right. had some of those, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, you just think about it. We, there, there are sometimes, again, things that just happen to us and we don't choose them, they just happen. So right. whether you have a marriage that falls apart or a kid that goes, or I navigated cancer, right? right? So those battles I didn't choose, right? Right. But I had to learn to stand in the middle of them and- yeah. um, And to navigate. Yeah, and to it. navigate it and to yeah. navigate through it and, and keep, you know, still have joy and a and be a nice person, <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's a choice. Yeah, and you chose and you chose that. Yeah, right. Well, mo- and- most of the days. <laughs> There are some days that we're like, Most wait a minute, I took a step back. I need to keep yeah. going forward. Yeah. I keep need yeah. to move forward through yeah. the storm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the path that God has for us is not this pain-free red carpet, right? No. Or rain car- you know, red carpet life that we're going to walk through no. and never have any issues or problems. That's just and, life. And the thing is, I just think most of the time, I mean, I of course, I, I wish that life was mountaintop, mountaintop, mountaintop heaven. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be great? It we all have only the but, but the reality is the you know even in the in their real life fruit grows in the valleys. That's so true. Right? So who we are being forged into becoming happens in the valleys, happens in the the challenging seasons. And I feel like you know COVID in particular certainly the most recent was a big revealer, right? It revealed things. Yes. It's just all the people who hadn't actually learned to stand. Right. So that when that challenge came, they just I mean we saw. 
leaders of all kinds of organizations, just like imploding and families falling apart and addictions being revealed because here comes a storm and they hadn't stood, they didn't know what it was to stand, mm -hmm. right? And so yeah. I just feel like as the church, uh, we have this responsibility to, uh, in, to, well, first of all, model, right? model yes. what it is to live an unshaken life right. and to stand strong, right? Because we're just, we're going to have people who are looking to us about how do you do that? Right. You know, so, That's true. So we have this responsibility, I think, as followers of Christ to actually um, navigate what it is to stand in the midst of. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And like you said, to be the examples. Yeah. 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 Uh, I remember when. The whole COVID thing happened and you know everything goes to online and yeah. you're and we, none of us had ever done that with church right. and you're just sitting there and going wow this feels so weird but you know i really had this peace in yeah. the midst of it like it was a lot of unknowns but yeah. that everything's going to be okay i mean you know what i'm saying just it's just really strange but and our culture it hasn't stopped yeah. obviously you know it's yeah. uh rick said a couple of weeks ago and i thought man it's so true he's like we live in a culture of crisis yeah. it's like oh there's this crisis and then there's if you're now i don't watch the news because i like to stay away from all yeah. the negativity but it's this or that and this and that and no, it's all sure. trying to pull you all around yeah. to and get your focus yeah. off right yeah uh, yep. and it's a culture of crisis and and it's like, how are you going to navigate that? And how are you going to keep standing and have peace in the midst of all that crisis going on? Yeah. And there's going to be storms. I yeah. mean, Jesus promised us storms in yeah, this life, right? right? Right. You're going to have storms. You're going to have tribulation. But right. be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Right. And you will overcome the world through me. Right. I heard uh, Jack Taylor years ago said, you're either going in a storm, right. in the middle of a storm, or, or coming out. That's exactly right. Every time. Every time, yeah, right? Time. It's right. so true. So... Um, like uh, we want to talk about how we, you know, navigate through those, you know, cause I think so many times, like you were talking about many people, you knew they just gave up Yeah, they quit and their marriage dissolved or they got out of ministry or they, whatever, you know, and we give up way too easy. Yeah. I just think, I, I mean, to be honest, I feel like our whole culture, uh, after COVID probably has a little bit of PTSD. Certainly sure. lead, leaders do like yeah. we, cause yeah. we, you know, we're just in the middle of trying to navigate that and lead people through it. And we, so we, we all have a little bit of that, but it doesn't mean we shouldn't function, right? Or shouldn't be leading as, as far as Christ followers, shouldn't be leading again as an example of how to navigate the hard times. Right. So um, yeah, I'm pretty passionate about just, you know, standing strong in the midst of it. Yeah, and that's, I want to talk about that in just a little bit. So, because we're going to talk about, you know, what it takes to win the battle. Because mm -hmm. we were designed to win. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, he made us to win. Right. And he's won. And when we're in him, we're supposed to win, right? Yeah, sometimes we have to def we have to decide what that looks like. For I us. Think we might, yeah. I think yeah. we might have this romantic picture of what it means to win a battle. Because here's also the other thing is that we, you know, Jesus went through his own suffering. Yes. Right? And so we're not exempt from that. No. Right? So winning a battle doesn't mean that you're not going to suffer some. Correct. Right? It's yeah. not this, you know, rosy, no. colored It's going to hurt. Drink. It's, it's yeah. going to hurt. And I, sometimes, I, for me, I felt like um, I actually connected more with who he is in the midst of that struggle. Right? In the midst of the pain. Because yeah. I know you're not like this because you're perfect. But I feel like... <laughs> Sometimes when we're on the mountaintop, when we're in the, we forget, right? And mm -hmm. so when, I mean, I'll never forget just that, that time when I was dealing with cancer, just being on that bed and 
I feel like that I was so close to the presence of God then. So I feel mm. like sometimes the gift that comes out of the struggle mm. is just his presence. Like you sense his presence in a fresh way. And so yeah. um, certainly we wanna get through it and that's the goal, but I feel like we have to pay attention to kind of where we are. In the midst, in the of, midst it, of it, what is he right. trying to teach you and right. show you? Yeah. Right. So, so COVID again was the revealer. So maybe it revealed that, that people were looking um, for other things for peace, Yeah. right? Or they were trying to get their identity from their job and now they're not there or they're getting their identity different ways. And so then it just revealed some things in people that, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was addictions or brokenness or whatever. And so rather than dealing with it, it just, you know, yeah. imploded. No, so. that's so true. Just in the midst of it, what are you trying to show me right. and teach me? Because yeah. oh, you want to pass the test. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's a test. Um, you know, uh, when you were going through that battle too, um, I remember also, you know, you'll remember you did this CD, it's called Healed. Uh, and you can get it on YouTube. And by the way, I passed that on YouTube. Really? You can still get it? Through YouTube. Wow. On YouTube. Okay. Yeah. And I well, passed it, pass it on to people all the time because, in fact, just recently someone in our church was in a, a coma that had gotten pneumonia and was in a coma. And I sent it to her, mm. the link, and I said, play this in his room mm. for him because it's just scripture, Holly reading wow, scripture okay. to music. And it is nothing more powerful than the word of no, God 100%. going over someone who's fighting a battle yeah. and in the midst of it, because sometimes you don't, like with his case, just pouring the water of the yeah. word over yeah. him. And sometimes when we're in the battle, we might not be in a coma, but we feel like we can't do anything. Like it's yeah. like, I can't pray. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to no. say. And if, you know, just to put it on, you no. know, or just to put worship music on. Or no, maybe, that's true. It's yeah. to shift your focus a little yeah, bit. Yeah, shift no, that's your focus. Good. That's so I want you to let me know. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to let you know that. You need to know that. Because okay. that, that, in the midst of okay. that storm, that was one of the things awesome. that you did. Yeah. That really helped you. And you put it out there. Right. And I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that we can still pass it on. Yes, well, And no. you can. Okay, good to know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, hey, if you're ever facing that or you know someone that, facing a, a challenge yeah. in their health, know that you can get it on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> it's, called, it's just called Healed. That's it that. is. Yeah. That's what it's called. And I have, when I do it, I have a really calm voice. It's not, it's not how I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is very calming, but it's, it's great. So I just wanted to bring that well, up. Thank you. So we're always facing challenges yeah. and battles. Yeah. And even in First Peter, it says, do not surprise. Right. Do not be surprised at the yeah. fiery trial when right. it comes against you to test you as something strange that was happening yeah. to you I mean, you know it's not strange no. but whatever battle you're facing you know whether it's like you said it could be health yeah. marriage children yeah. your job whatever it right. is we have a decision to make yeah. right yeah. we yeah. have a decision to make in that moment when we're going through those and like I said we're usually in one coming out of one yeah. and going through one yeah. and what is our decision what are we going to be a warrior or a warrior yeah all right yeah. yes no those are your two choices or Here's another one I'm adding to that. Like, <laughs> you can worry or you can worship, right? But you can't That's do both good. at the same time. So good. You can't do both at the same yeah. time. But sometimes I also find when we're in the middle of, of really hard seasons is that we blame. Do you know, I think, like that's what I do. Like, so good. My default is when I'm having a marriage issue, I blame him because after all, it is <laughs> his fault. Him, and and he's course. not here right now, so it is all his fault. But, <laughs> But that's our default or who blames me? It's just instead of dealing with what is in me right now, yeah. that actually, what can I bring to the, mm-hmm. 
to this table to make it better. You know, yeah. I tend we tend to blame. And so sometimes I feel like when we're in the midst of a of a really heartbreaking season, um, we will blame someone else mm. or we'll get mad at God. Mm-hmm. And you know, and God can take our anger. He's he's not that fragile. <laughs> you know, he can handle everything we give him. I just don't think that staying angry at God is gonna bring the solution that you want, right? Right. I mean, I'm not saying don't feel those feelings because you you have feelings, and they're yeah, and they're real, and they're real. Um, That's right. But for me, I found, or or we ask the the question why. Mm, true. Do you know why? And yeah. I honestly, you're never going to get an answer that satisfies no. that answer. So, yeah. for me, I would, I sort of found this picture of um, asking the question how. How do you want me to get through this? How? Mm, that's good. So, Instead of why, ask how. 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 Uh, and here's this picture God showed me a thousand years ago that um, we're all victims, right, of something. We're mm-hmm. all victims of something. I've been a victim of cancer. I mean, I'm, you know, a blonde woman, so of course I must be stupid. Do you know how I go? <laughs> Blondes are stupid. Whatever. We've all been a victim from the funny, like the blonde jokes, to the absolutely devastating, right? There's people who've been... Uh, victims of sexual abuse or, um, you know, all kinds of abuse or, you know, family just so horrible. So we've, but here's the thing, we're all victims of something and we can choose to stay a victim. Right. We can mm-hmm. because, and, and in fact, you can get government fundings many times to just <laughs> stay true. a victim. Right? So you can stay a victim yeah. and there's, and there's nothing, we're, we've all been there. So I have no rocks to throw about that. We've all been there, but the promise of the word is that we don't have to stay there, right? So the next the next step of after victimhood is being a survivor. And so for me, right, I survived breast cancer. So surviving is better. It's good, right? And sometimes people to, in my experience, oftentimes people who, you know, survive sexual abuse, then they, there's all sorts of things they have to do that just to survive it. It's almost like their brain doesn't remember it. And so, so they can just survive it. And again, nothing's wrong with that because surviving is better than not surviving it, Yeah. right? So whatever you do to survive the trauma, whatever trauma, whatever caused you to be a victim, just survive it. But again, that's not the end for us. Right. No, it's not. Right? So the Bible talks about being an overcomer. Yep. Right? And Moving so, from just surviving to being an overcomer. To being an overcomer. Yeah, victorious. And, and so the picture for me is I remember seeing, oh, this must be maybe a decade or so ago, maybe a little more the tsunami, you know, that swept through Thailand and it was just, I mean, it swept villages and hotels and it was so fast, right? It just swept. And so, so many, there were thousands that were victims of that. They were gone, Mm -hmm. right? Then there were some that survived and you could see them hanging on for a hotel ball, you know, just like the railings outside the hotel, you know, balconies. Mm -hmm. And, And so they're surviving and that's great. You're surviving. And then the overcomers actually are the ones that not only were surviving, but they reached their hand out and brought somebody else mm, to safety. So good. And so I feel like that our job oftentimes is that it's to not just overcome, but it, as an overcomer, my job is to go here, let me, let me bring you here too. Mm. Right? That's the definition of an overcomer. It's not just like, I made it, look at me. Mm-hmm. No, it's so that you can come too. Yeah. Right. And so for me, that's the responsibility we have of navigating Storms, you can stay a victim because honestly, it's easy. When you see a victim, you blame true. people. I mean, I, I, there was a season and I think we might have talked about it because we did a marriage retreat here, yes, I think a thousand years ago too. <laughs> and uh, there, I mean, our marriage, because Philip and I are pretty opposite in everything. And so, <laughs> man, there were some seasons and it was brutal. And my, def- so hard, hard, hard. And so my default was just to go, 
well, I'm just a victim because he's just a bully, he's just a meanie, whatever. And so I blamed him. And so you can do that. You can stay there or you can make the decision to actually then grow out of it, mm -hmm. to become that overcomer who goes, here, we walk through hard times. Let me help you navigate the hard times. Mm -hmm. um, so I just think that's the journey that as Christ followers that we've been asked to make. True. Right? And yeah. so that means you have to know, you have to do the hard work of your own soul. Yeah. Right? You have to... Yeah. Forgive, yeah. figure out what caused yeah. the hurt to begin with. Yeah. Don't squish the pain down because I feel like that's also what happens is people squish it down and then it goes. Yeah, all of a sudden then it explodes and yeah. going, what happened? Well, it was yeah. there all along. You yeah. just were sweeping and that I tended to do that in my yeah. past. Yeah, just sweep it under the rug. It'll go away. Then I would yeah. explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I understand that. Yeah, so totally how I dealt with stuff for yeah. sure. But that's how a lot of people do. Yeah, and even in church, I would joke about it, it was called under the blood rug. Right, you just go. <laughs> But it doesn't I've never mean, heard that term under the blood rug. I love it. But it's still, you're hiding it. Yeah. And that's not what we're supposed to do. No. Right? No, we so have to deal with it. Deal with it so that with it. you can get through it and become yeah. not just a victim, but a survivor. To, to be an overcomer. To be right? victorious. Yeah. You know, uh, because the enemy knows the potential. I heard Rick one time he was preaching. He said, you know, what the enemy's after is the potential of Christ in us. And he knows what that is. Right. And so... The, the storm, sometimes the things that we're going through is the enemy. It, what a shame to think about that. The enemy thinks more of me than I think of myself. hundred percent. Right? I yeah. mean, yep. really, just that he sees something in me that I don't even see. And yep. so this attack is coming against me. Yep. It could be a, against, uh, you know, my yep. marriage. And instead of dealing with my own yep. stuff, yep. I'm going to turn around and because yep. God wants, he knows what's in me yep. that I could use to yep. help someone else to yep. become an overcomer. Yep. But I'm going to stay the victim. It's somebody, it's his yep. fault or I'm blaming yep. no, him. That's right. And I'm not looking at to what is it in me, God, that you want to work on and right. you want to change that I can use to help someone else right. to get through a problem, you right. know, through an issue that they're having. Right. So I think about that. I was like, it's such a great thought to think about like, wow, okay. The enemy obviously sees more in me than yeah. I see. But yes. I don't want that to be the case, yeah. right? Yeah. I want to believe more about myself, you know, right. and he's not going to attack yeah. you if there's no potential in you. Yep. He's after the gift of God and yep. calling of God in you. Yeah. So um, however yep. he can take it and steal it, that's what he wants, yeah. right? Yeah, because mm -hmm. he's after who you would become. Uh, that's exactly, because like I said, he knows. Well, you know, we're going to talk about in Ephesians, uh, because Ephesians, you talked about in Ephesians in uh, verse 6 a lot um, when you were doing the uh, unshaken mm -hmm. and your message mm -hmm. there too, um, because that's a great example for us to look at, you know, mm -hmm. in Ephesians 6. And at the beginning, Paul's talking about, and I love Ephesians. In fact, Ephesians is where God took me to give us the word chosen. Mm -hmm. uh, he actually chose you. He actually picked you yes. out. Yep. And that's that yep. verse is where we got, where God gave me for chosen. That's awesome. And so at the beginning, he's talking about all that great stuff. But then at the end, he's like, wait a minute, there's a war here. And what are you going to do? BTW, there's a war. <laughs> and there's all this good stuff he says. All this good stuff, right? And then yep. I feel like he probably goes, okay. Um, I think in the message it says, but this isn't going to be an afternoon athletic it contest. It does. I wrote right. that down. Yeah. This is, yeah, Ephesians six twelve. This is no athletic contest that we'll walk away from right. and forget about in a couple of hours. Right. This is for keeps. It's a life or yeah. death 
finish against the devil and all his angels. Yes, that's right. So we've got a fight ahead of us. <laughs> we've got a fight ahead of us, right? And I love the analogy of Paul. I mean, when, you know, of Paul and the Roman soldier yeah. and the armor, yeah. because that's so... It's so powerful if you just really think, and you did such yeah. a great job when you were teaching about that, about really what it was like to be a Roman soldier and what that armor right. meant. And that you, you know, and you pointed out that most likely Paul was chained. He right. was in prison right. to a Roman soldier. Right. Right? Right. So he's looking at this Roman soldier and who's prepared for battle. And so yeah. he's writing his, you know, the followers of Jesus going, okay, we're also in a battle. Don't don't think you're not. Yeah. Right. Don't the, think the you're unseen not. realm is real. It is. So don't think you're not. Yeah, it is. And um, so then he kind of goes through all the pieces of the armor, and they all have a very specific purpose. Yeah, they right? really do. And then, uh, and then you know, we want to think about this to passive people. And, and I thought this is a good point. And they get sometimes defeated. And when we're talking about past, it's not your personality. It's about the person that just like, oh, whatever will be, will be. I'm not going to fight. I just give up. Right. That, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that case sera, sera. Yeah, whatever, whatever will, be, will be. That was a cute song for it that. It was remember that, a long, that long, long time ago. Long time ago, Doris yeah. Day show. Yeah. You long, won't long time even ago. know what that is. I know. Um, <laughs> it's a cute song. Whatever will be, will be. But that's just not the stance that we should have. No, not for so. sure. If you can have calmness is not... Passive. That's right. You no, can calm have is good. Calm, calm is good because it's peace. Right. And when you're exhibiting calm, and I have to work on that. <laughs> yeah, Just being yeah. calm. Because yeah. I'd start getting, no, but <laughs> get yeah. up there. Bring it down, bring it down, um, <laughs> bring it down, um, bring it down. Peace in the midst of yeah. the raging storm. You know, yes. so many people just say, it's too hard. I give up. Yeah. I'm not going to fight this battle. Yeah. I don't want to. It's just, that's what we're talking about is being passive. Right. Yeah. It doesn't really. Passive, yeah. right? passive people get overtaken. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so what do we do to, how do we stay strong? You know, how do we stay strong? What do we do to stay strong? Um, and I mean, because in Ephesians 6, he starts out, I mean, through 10 through 18, he says, be strong in the Lord. Right. And the power of his might, you know, put on the armor of God. He tells us to put it on. Right. And he never says, take it off. I love that point. Right. So we're never supposed to take it off. No. And and we have to put it on. So I think sometimes we want God to fight our battles for us. And and there are some battles when he says just stand, which that's also a position of fighting is just standing. Um, then he takes care of it. But it doesn't happen without us putting the armor on. <clears throat> and so like the first piece of the armor I think he talks about is truth. Mm -hmm. And and the he calls that the belt. Yeah. And in the in the with the Roman soldiers, the belt was the first thing. It was almost kind of a part of their underwear in a way. It's the first thing that went on and everything was put in that belt. So and it was important that it stayed in place because that's where the the knife would be or the sword would be. And so if the if the belt moved around, then their weapons weren't where they were supposed to be. And so I feel like sometimes for us, truth has become very relative. You're right. Right. And yeah. so if we don't know what is true, yeah. then when we try to go fight, we're going to, we will start doubting ourselves. Mm -hmm. So truth is true. You know, if I, if we fill this jar with M&Ms, mm -hmm. which that's not a bad idea. It's not actually. a bad idea at all. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I said to you, I mean, let's say it took, I filled it and there was 3,012 M&Ms. And then I asked somebody, how many M&Ms are in here? And they said, mm, well, I think there are, you know, 2006. And I go, nope, that's not right. And they go, no, but that's my truth. It doesn't actually matter what your, the truth is. There's 3,012. But I feel like sometimes that's what we do, mm -hmm. right? We, 
we don't, we have watered down what is true. And so he's truth. He's truth and his word's word, which right. he is the word. Right. So. And so for me, I even, I'm, this is just sort of my little pet peeve, but sometimes people will say, well, what is your truth? I don't really like that expression. I agree. Uh, because I, here's what I do want to hear. I want to hear what's your experience. Yeah. Because your experience is your experience and it's valid. That's true. But yeah. to use the word truth? No. Uh, no. Because I just think truth is a capital T and it's him, right? And so I it's agree. everything that comes from him. Yeah. So that's, again, that's just kind of my little pet peeve. But I want to know what your experience is. What's your experience? Because your mm -hmm. experience will tell me why you think there's 2,000 in here, even though there isn't mm -hmm. or whatever. Good point. Very good point. Truth. The word of God is truth. Yeah. 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 The belt of truth. And then there's the breastplate of righteousness, right? right? Yeah. It's your right with God, right. your wholeness. Yeah. And, it, and that was about protecting your heart. So the breastplate, right, protects your heart. And so you think about our righteousness is that I'm, because of what Christ did, I am in right standing with God. My righteousness actually isn't up for debate, right? I am, because of what he did, has nothing to do with what I did. He did it. So that's a part of what that means. But the other part is right living, mm. right? And yeah. so, because if we, I think sometimes we falter or collapse because we condemn ourselves. We know that we've messed up and we're living a double life or we're pretending. And so then when the, the arrow can get in, so then the enemy can accuse and it'll get in because we haven't come clean, mm. right? With a life. Yeah, that's so good. So we we've seen the that. enemy ground. Yeah, we've given him ground yeah, and we've we seen that. Yeah, Certainly I've in the last it. few years, yes. good Lord, right? Yes, With, yes. And none of us are perfect. Nobody is saying no. that, but it's no. just like, own your bad. Yeah. Own your bad. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. be honest about your failures. Right. And and, I, I, and then yeah. work toward wholeness, right? Don't just live there in your brokenness and work toward wholeness, right? But yeah. don't pretend because uh, yeah, you'll just get taken see, out. And the Lord will show you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, it's not like you're on this hunting mission, have to figure right. it out. The Holy Spirit will tell you. Yeah. You just say, Lord, I want to stay in this place because, I mean, right. in my own personal life, I certainly don't want to give any ground to the enemy no. to have a place that... It can come in like, oh, here, I open the door. Because like I have unforgiveness. Right. If I had unforgiveness or bitterness right. or something like that, yeah. and I'm just opening the door. Right. Come on in. Yeah, no. Here you go. No, for sure. No, no, no. You yeah. know, I want to bring it to the cross and say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. I'm having a hard time because of something this person said or did, but I choose yeah. to forgive. Right. No, it might not feel like it, but I'm going to choose because yeah. I want to get in that right place Yeah, with choose God. to forgive again and again and, and again, 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 and again, again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and, and now I feel like there's this, um, you know, with the Gen Zs and kind of the millennials and younger millennials, their authenticity is a value. And actually it is, it's being authentic about, so we're talking about righteousness, for example, it's like being authentic. So honest about what's going on. And so not living a double life, because again, we've seen people be something that they're actually not, mm -hmm. right? Try that. But the next step- And we step, hear that a lot, right? Oh, they're hypocrites. Right, <laughs> we're kind of all hypocrites. Yeah. But, um, but the next step from that, it's not authenticity is awesome, but the next step is integrity. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm going to be authentic about my failures, but integrity, integrity, that, that's a word that comes, that's a math word. It comes from wholeness, integer, whole, right? And so the job is for me to do the work to become whole, right? Not just to be authentic with my failures, right. that's step one, but the goal is to 
actually now do the work of becoming whole. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so that's part of that righteousness that protects us. That's so good. I love that. Sandals of peace. I love that. You know, if you really looked at their um, their sandals, they had these huge spikes on them. Yeah, they're like golf shoes on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. mean, which I mean, whatever terrain they were walking yeah. on or yeah. going on, yeah. they could stand. They right. could still stand because yeah. of whatever they were. You know, because they had those those sandals. And they say that that's actually why one of the main reasons why the Roman army was so successful was because of the shoes they wore. Oh, because really? when they were. Uh, going over or in the middle of a fight, they they were a lot harder to knock down because of those shoes. Oh, wow. And so he calls that is the the gospel of peace, right? So right. it's our the whole thought about um, holding his steady, yes, yeah. holding steady, steady, right? and not being led by emotions. And emotions are awesome. Please feel them. Yeah, feel them. Uh, we just have to be careful about how many decisions we make out of. Yeah, because, emotions. yeah, that's right. It's true. We have all these emotions that pass through our brain, right? Which is not, which is feel them. Because if you don't actually, yeah. here's the, also what I know, uh, just what I've learned certainly in the last few years is that if you don't feel them and you suppress emotions, which there are people who do that, like they're really good at just suppressing, your body will show that somewhere. Mm. So you've got people with intestinal disorders or ulcer because they just squish, Good they don't. Point. They don't allow themselves to feel it. So we. Point. God trusted us with a body, so we're which has feelings. Yeah. So feel them, but just be mindful about where they're leading you. Mm -hmm. Right. It's better to talk it out with somebody right. to, who can go. Okay, I understand you feel that way, and so now what are you going to do? You know. <laughs> right. Now that's so good. I I love that you brought that out about the body because that could be something causing some a sickness or a health issue no. in your body, right? Uh, uh, there's sure. people I'm talking to right now. That's I know that's the root of it. So Yeah, well, yeah, his peace will hold us stable in the midst yeah. of it. The shield of faith. Well, faith is of, of the believers in the promises of God. Yeah, faith, that those shields are also pretty unique to the Roman army or to the armies of that time. So they're pretty big. They had these big ones. Oh, yeah. They went all the way, like yeah. if you see these chin to, chin to, yeah. to the floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And they would get behind them and like put them all around them and get mm -hmm. in the middle of them, right. right, to protect them. Yeah. So that's a whole that's a whole other message just about that. Together, yeah. together yeah. is better, Together right? is better. Right? Together uh, is better. But those, they're heavy too, those shields. And they would have um, like leather on the outside that was wet. So that when a fiery arrow, because they would also, you know, the enemies oh, yeah. would launch these arrows that had fire at the end, that would they'd be put out because it would hit that water leather stuff. So, so for us, it's our faith, not in our ability. It's not in our skills. I think I've made the mistake before of just thinking, I got this. I got this. And then, why <laughs> not? Right? And so it's my faith is in his ability. Very important. Very important. Then the helmet of salvation is the is your mind. The mind is the yeah. battleground, and the Bible talks about that. That's where the uh, Bible and Joyce Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that's Just true. kidding. No, that's true. Uh, your mind <coughs> is the battleground. That's where yep. it first starts, yep. and you know, yep. put that on because it's like and boy, that was something like for me personally that because uh, I really had to fight against rejection. Because something that really I walked in is that Lord knowing that those were the thoughts coming and saying, Lord, yeah. you know, help me to, 
see like my mind like this alarm yeah. to go off okay in my mind that if those thoughts are coming at me that immediately i'm going to recognize yeah. that wait a minute that's not my thought that's not what god says that's a lie and then bring those thoughts captives you know yeah. into the obedience of christ and you know the thoughts are going to come and all the time and you can't help the thoughts that are going to come to you right. but you can help whether you st- keep stay there. stay there yeah yeah so you want to say like this thought comes, well, that just happened to you. So that's, you know, it's just hammering into you and for me and not you, but, um, that you're not, you're, you're rejected. You're not accepted. You're not loved. And I'd have to go, wait a minute. No, that's not true. That's a lie. This is what God says. I mean, I could have just let that dwelled on that thought and started going down this road and started feeling sorry for myself and go down this whole thing. But I'd have to recognize and go, wait a minute. I'm not going to keep that thought. Right. It's not my thought. It's yeah. not mine. No. Straight out of the pit of hell, straight right. from the enemy. So I'm not going to have that thought, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like we have to, I mean, our brain is this masterpiece that God created and we have the ability to change it. Oh, yes. And so many times we, the way we think, it's like it creates this neuro pathway, like a rut. And so those are real. You create this rut and if you keep thinking the same thing, yeah. you stay there. Yeah. But we have the ability to jump out of that and these and create new formations in our brain. And so that's the choice we get to make. Yeah. It's about what how, we, again, to your point, we can't control the first thought, but we can control what we dwell on. Yeah. And where we spend time on and what we say and what we believe, we can actually control some of that. Yeah. So it's help pretty us crucial to do that, yes. right? Yeah. What if, and then the what ifs, we'll do that, right? Oh, oh yeah. but what if? What if this? That's again, no. that's no, it's, that's no. a stupid pathway. Stupid pathway. <laughs> Don't go down that pathway. Don't go down What's there. Whatsoever <laughs> things are pure, holy, just, good oh, report, and there be virtue, okay, yes. praise. Think yes. of those things. Yes. Think on those things, but yes. not of the, what if? Well, what if it doesn't work? And what if I try that and it doesn't work? Well, what if yes. What if I pray and I do that? And what if And what if I apologize to my husband and it just puts me in this right. low position that I'm this horrible person and he looks at me right. badly? And what if I, and well, it's like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's true. <laughs> Be no. quiet. No, it's true. Just do what, you know, and look, I've been there, okay? Mm-hmm. I've had, I remember, you know, as going through healing early on in our marriage about things and that I would, and then the Lord would show me something and I feel like I need to ask my husband to give me for that, you know? And, but then this thought, and it was the enemy would come, well, you know, he's going to think bad of you or this is like, it puts all this this fear in you about going and like telling your husband you're sorry. Right. And as soon as, and I would just have to really work yourself up to doing that. And then when I did after it was like, Oh, it was not that hard. That was not that hard. And that was no big deal. And right. look, the fruit that it produced when I did it. Right. You know, but it was all the, well, what if and what no, if and what if. Sure. You know? Yeah, what if is a, not a path to take. It's not no. the right path to no. go on. Right? No. Not the pathway. No. Okay. The Word of God. Okay. Mm. The Word of God. It, it, the sword. Right. Oh, I love this. The yeah. sword. Yeah. That Well, that is the, of all of the armor. So that's the only offensive weapon yep. we're given. And prayer, which he talks about mm-hmm. later. But so the, is the Word of God. And, yeah. and that's actually why I have a little sword right there. It's the reminder oh, about the word. It's the only, um, we have to be careful. Um, just, I'm going to do a little pastor parentheses here. But sometimes I feel like, you know, in church now, which has gotten so divided, right? Our world is so divided. Yeah. And, and even Christians, we've forgotten that we're actually supposed to be one body. Right. And so we're using the word against each other, yeah. right? So we're taking yeah. the Bible and we're beating each other up with it yeah. rather than together we're supposed to 
fight the enemy with the word, not right. each other. Like my, so you're not cool. my enemy, right? Right. But I feel like we've forgotten that. And so yeah. we, we attack people for what they believe or how they believe. And it's just like, they're stop, just stop. Yeah. The enemy's well, loving that. He's loving we're it really because we're not, a divided kingdom. Yeah. We're really not fighting no. the real enemy right? because we don't fight against flesh and blood, no, no. but against principalities right. and powers. So we're really not fighting against the enemy. I remember you pointing out that you know, the Roman soldiers would get back to back they and it's a double edged sword. Right. So whatever way they, they went this right. way or that way it would cut because it right. was doubled edge, yeah. but they would fight back to back, yeah. which is, I love that, that picture. It's like, I got your back, you got my That's back right. and you're fighting over here and you're fighting yeah. over here, but we're fighting one common enemy, right. not each other. Not each other. Yeah. But it, so that's the caveat to it, but it is important that we know the word of God and oh, that, yeah. that it when it's in the middle of a fight, Whatever our fight's going to be, whether it's, you know, health or mm -hmm. financial, mm -hmm. um, what do you know? Yeah. What do you, what's, what's the sword that you get to pull out? You know, if mm. you have to, it's just better to be, to put some of those of his word in your heart so that yes. when the pressure's on, you know what, you know, you know, for you me. You need to pull, pull out. What yeah, so just like when I was battling cancer, I knew to pull out that I was healed by his stripes. I knew to pull out that in Exodus, it says he took sickness from me. So I knew to pull it out. Uh, and all that said, if you're not there, if you haven't you know, memorized some of those verses, then start now. I right? yeah. just yeah. pick some out, yeah. you know, and start so you can put them in your heart. Cause that's, yeah. that's the weapon right. that'll help you get your mind right. Yeah. Right. In and you can Google. Time. Okay. If you don't yes. know where to start, you just Google, like, just say scriptures on healing, yeah. scriptures on marriage, and then just write them down. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. And that's what yeah. I do when I have, I mean, I already have, yeah. I've got, I've got like stacks of scripture about yeah. different things yeah. that, that yeah. I have. And you know, when you start, when I first started doing this so many years ago, I just would read through them every day. And now that I know them, you right. know, I don't even need to read through right. them. I know them pretty much by yeah. heart, yeah. you know, because, but you have to start somewhere, but you can start somewhere by Googling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. don't know, if That's you don't right. know what to do. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. And then it says about pray as you do this. So you have to, in a warfare, you have to maintain a line of communication. That's right. Right. In a real warfare, you know, right. the, you've got the general and he's got to communicate to the troops what's going on. Right. So you've got to pray. And so you have that, you know, right. that line of communication. We need to stay our post and stand strong. That's right. Stay yeah. at our post. I love that picture. I love post. that picture too. Talk about that just a minute. Yeah. I know we don't have much time, but we'll finish up. Just... We'll finish with this thought maybe then. Okay. So that, um, so that's in second, is it second Corinthians? Second State, Corinthians, okay. yes. When, and he, this is again, this is Paul writing the church and he, he just says, people are watching us yeah. as we stay at our post. Yeah. And then he goes on with all the stuff he's had dealt with. He goes, stay at your post alertly, unswervingly, in hard times, good times, beaten up, thrown in jail, whether you have a lot or have nothing. So he's describing all the things that he's navigated, you know, just the painful, horrible situations. And he's saying, we have to stay at our post. And I, that is hugely challenging. And I think that we've all been trusted with different posts, right? So, yeah. um, you know, wife, mother, for me, teacher, author, mm -hmm. I, you know, pastor. It's like, we've all been trusted with different posts and there'll be times when, you know, you're at a post, but you can't just leave it, abandon it, because it, then there's nobody there watching out for the enemy. So you stay there until you're relieved, mm -hmm. right? Or, and so I just feel like that oftentimes we, it gets hard and so, 
And I know that feeling, right? When it gets hard, we just want to abdicate. We just want to leave. And I, I um, just even I think in the last few years, I just feel like there's this, um, you know, generation perhaps abdicating, you know, leaving the of, of faith, right? They're abdicating the faith that they've been entrusted with. And perhaps some of that's my responsibility and our generation that we weren't modeling what it is to stay at your post really well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that Paul's asking us to be those people, Christ followers, who stay at our post no matter what comes at us. Right? We stay at the post. And he's talking about staying at the post of believer. Stay at your post no matter what's coming at you. You can ask questions, you can have all the feelings, you can figure out what your faith really looks like, but stay there. Yeah. You know, don't just walk away as as if it's an ath- afternoon athletic contest. Right. Don't do that. Yeah. Stay at your post. Stand. Yes, just stand. Just that stand stance. and that's the hardest thing to do. It is. It is the hardest thing to do. Uh, Some, and having yeah. done all the stand, yeah, stand, stand. You do everything and you stand. Yeah. Because there's always a chance, always hope. Yeah. When you stand, there's yeah. always a chance. Because yeah. at the end of our life, right? Just like, again, back to Paul, you know, he's, I think he's writing his son, Timothy, his spiritual son, Timothy. Mm-hmm. And this is when he says, probably some of the last words he wrote were like, I've, you know, I fought the good fight. I, I, I kept the, the faith. Yeah. And so I want to be able to say that. Yeah. Right. Not, I mean, he, he didn't say he kept the faith and it was easy. He said, I fought, I fought. I fought. I fought for it. I fought for it. Right. And so, you know, God's trusting. Yeah. And especially now, because I feel like that God's trusting us right now as Christ followers with the chance to create a new wineskin of church, like to actually, what does it look like? So COVID kind of mixed things up a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's fine. So now what does it, what does it look like now? Sure. Right, so how can we model what it looks like to have faith in a very broken culture, yeah, in sure. a divided nation? Now, yeah. how, how can we model what that looks like? So right. let's don't abdicate. Let's stay at our post and figure it out. Figure it out. Right? Yeah, because we've got to be examples yeah. of that generation coming behind us, right? Yes. Yes. For sure. Well, girls, I hope this has encouraged you and as to stay, remain unshaken and to stand. Having yes. done all to stand, to stand. Just stand. St- you got this. You got this. Stay at your post. You got this. We're cheering you on. Yes, okay. You got the word of God. Okay. And you got us. And if you, you know, that's why you have each other. Okay. That's yes. why we have each other. Because yes, we all percent. get to those points sometimes that we're like, but you don't know what this is. Okay, okay, I'm going to hold up your arms right now because yeah. you can't, but I will. That's right. You know, and that's what we're here for, right? Yep, a, yes. Or a sisterhood. That's right, no. <laughs> A sisterhood. So thank you for joining us, and thank you, Holly, so much. I love and you. And she wrote a book called Find Your Brave. Great book. Yeah. You can understand. Find Your Brave. Okay, be brave and stand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So you might want to check that out, too. Bless you, and we see you next month. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting ChosenEssay.com. Be sure to follow us at ChosenEssay on Facebook and Instagram.